Hey everybody, my name is Mark Kondrat and this is Let's Meet for a Beer, a podcast where I connect with people behind some of the coolest breweries, distilleries, and restaurants to share their stories. We discuss the challenges that they've overcome and what they do to help make our community better. Thanks for listening. Let's get going. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with George Best. Do you like George or Jorge? What's either. Either, either. yeah. yeah. Um, so Travois Ale Works, Medicine Hat, Alberta. So you put, I asked you what your role here was, and you put dance monkey. Yeah. Yeah. What That's is, the perfect description. So describe what a dance monkey does aside from dance. Um, whatever I need to for the benefit of, uh, of Travois, to be honest. <clears throat> Nice. So you grew up in Essex, England. Yep. Is that where you got your accent from? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. It's not very strong medicine hat accent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and you grew up playing soccer. Well, yeah. But you call it football there. Yeah, football. Yeah. 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 I think everyone in the UK plays football. So why did we call it soccer here? Why did it translate uh, into soccer here? I don't here? know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. Because it's football all over the world. Apart from yeah. America and North America. Yeah. Do you watch Ted Lasso? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, so do, you, do you like it? Oh, yeah. Because I find some football purists, like, they get offended oh, by it. I think it's phenomenal. I love uh, Roy Kent. He's yeah. just such the perfect character. <laughs> Is he based on somebody? I feel like he's got to be based on somebody. He's, uh, he's the writer. Right. The guy that, that plays that Because he wrote it, yeah. and then he said, I want to be that guy, because right? Because people that auditioned couldn't fulfill that role properly. Right. But I feel like there has to be some so sorry football icon who he's kind of imitating. There, there's a couple that I think he's mixed in uh, over the years. Because there's a couple of hard man footballers, like Vinnie Jones, who went into movies and stuff. Right. So I think he's just mixed a lot of them in. So... so before Trevois, one of the things you did, so you, did you come to Medicine Hat because you were part of the British military? Yep. Yeah, I got posted here. I got posted here in 99. I was supposed to be here for three months. I picked up ice hockey because there's a rink there. Me and my buddy would just go skate at lunchtimes for some fizz. And uh, then they, my officer saw I was good at skating and ordered me to play hockey because there's a league out there. And so my squadron's team, I was ordered to play hockey for our squadron's team. And then I picked up really fast, ended up staying here, playing hockey. And So you had never skated before you came to Canada? A, li a little bit, but it was so right. expensive. Even public skates you have to pay for in the UK. With rental skates, and the rental skates were figure skates with oh, the yeah. picks on the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you were supposed to be here for three months. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Uh, 99. 99. Yeah. Um, so how, how does it work then if you're a soldier, you're in the military, is it that you have to spend X amount of time here? Like there had to have been a point where you would have been allowed to go back. The, uh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I could have done, but uh, I already was married, had a kid and was settled down here and I was able to get out of the army. So right. I just signed off Christmas Eve 2004 was my last day because they kept me here for nearly five years. So. Yeah. And so what made you decide to stay? So you did you marry a Canadian then? Yeah, yeah I did, yeah. Okay, and you had three I got three, three, kids. three kids, one from that, that marriage then. So yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so 
when you decide if you so if you're ex-military you so you come here through the um through the british military you come here is it easy to decide to stay or did you stay just through um, marriage or for me it was because i just wanted what was better for the kids and it's a better mm. lifestyle out here because where i lived it was really close to london and stuff right so there's lots of crime and all this yeah. and so yeah just better opportunities for bringing up the kids more than anything so. that's crazy because i love like i we you know we get to meet a lot of people especially in the industry from australia and from england oh, yeah. stuff, who have come here it always seems like the the intention was never to stay, but then they do stay. So oh yeah, I you, was just there for work. There was no intentions of staying. Yeah, yeah. So did you do you go back at all? Um, sometimes. Last time I went back was twelve years ago, because it's better if my family come over here for a holiday than me go back. Because if I go back, I'm so busy just visiting everyone, I don't even get to. Right. So they they come over here a lot. And then, yeah, yeah, and you get to show them around. Oh, yeah. Where, what's one place you, you always show them if they come here? The P-Tunnel. <laughs> the P-Tunnel? Yeah. The no, no, we were talking about P-Tunnel. We weren't calling it the P-Tunnel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a P-Tunnel. That's but, but in all of Alberta, is there a place, like, uh, aside from the P-Tunnel? Yeah, is there yeah, a site? Yeah. The P-Tunnel is definitely number one yeah, of for course, everyone yeah. that comes to town. Um Obviously, the mountains, terms to the mountains and stuff. Yeah. And what's good is my parents and two of my brothers emigrated over here as well, and they all live oh, in okay. Calgary. Oh, nice. So if family come over, they usually stay there, and we go there, or they come here for a little bit of time just to see us in the hat, and then we go over through the mountains and stampede and stuff right. like that. So. Okay, so I could be stereotyping a little bit, but it seems to me coming over – as someone who was born and raised in England, you probably already liked beer. Oh, yeah. Military, probably liked beer as a result of that. Yep, lots and lots. <laughs> um, so how did you transition then from military into the beer industry? Um, well, what happened is I did a lot of different jobs when I first left, including oil field, all sorts of stuff. And then I broke my back snowboarding. And so I had to lie on the couch and a buddy of mine owned uh, a local restaurant and he just wanted, like, I needed to start, like, um, working, like, work it, but um, what's it called? Re rehabilitation okay. and just doing things. So he gave me the odd shift as a barman in his restaurant. Yeah. And then it just snowballed from there. So what, what, what did you, what, what attracted you to it? Like, so, cause you, you, you were saying before that you, it was something that you just really, it, it fit you like what what did you like about it um i don't know just interacting with people and stuff a lot of camaraderie in the, in the industry yeah which i which was something that was missing after leaving the army so and if you work in restaurants and breweries and stuff it's very like a tight-knit community yeah like even um when i was like the bar manager at the place i made such great relations with beer reps yeah they're still great mates of mine now yeah. You know, and which made the transition to a brewery really easy. Yeah, that's really cool. So Travois, you, you've been with these guys essentially since they opened. Is that right? Yeah. So what, what brought you to Travois specifically? Money. Yeah. At first, yeah. They uh, came and headhunted me. Oh, cool. From somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Um, do you know, uh, because the people I'm with didn't know this, do you know what a Travois is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... It's, but it, for anybody who doesn't. Right. So um, 
when the uh, uh, Acadians first come over, yeah. um, they saw the, the First Nations were transporting stuff behind horses with the sticks going across the back. And so when they wanted to transport their beer, they did that through dogs and other animals as well to transport their barrels and stuff with beer. Oh, so nice. that's where it came from. It was the first form of moving beer around over here. <laughs> Who needs wheels? We'll just get a Trevois. Um, so obviously a, a beautiful building. Oh, yeah. uh, I was in here the first time. It happened to be a medicine hat. It was months before you guys first opened. So I did the kind of the full tour. They gave me an idea of like all the work that went oh, into yeah. this building. Um, but quite a small building. Oh, yeah. It's, like one of, it's very small, skinny and long. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, almost reminds me of a, like a bar that you'd see in like a big town like like Toronto or oh, New York or yeah. Chicago or you yeah. have. Um, yeah, definitely. Especially some of like the downtown areas and yeah. things. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so with that, though, small facility... Do you brew all of your beer in this facility? Uh, yeah, we started to, but now we've had to start because we're getting so popular. Yeah. We've had to start doing contract brewing as well. Yeah. Which is a great step. So, Absolutely. And that was going to be my question is like the distribution because it would seem to me that, you know, yeah, you're outgrowing the facility. So this is this distribution mostly for what you serve out of the, the tasting room? Um, yeah. And also elsewhere and stuff for now as well. Yeah. So a lot the contract out. brewing is for like distributing outside of the uh no here as well okay some of our batches are getting so popular now that we have to do them just there so we yeah. need them to maintain here as well as the rest of our yeah. So, yeah so you guys recently had like have new owners is that yeah, right as so of tuesday this week is that right eh? the, yeah officially yeah so we were talking about challenges um in general in the industry and with small business and stuff so how does that affect what the vision is for the company. Is it, is it a whole new reset? Is it kind of like they're making small tweaks? Like how does it affect, I guess, um, what you do? Right now, we are not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, it's so new and fresh, right? Um, but we've met with both the new owners uh, a few times, but the transition's been going on for a couple of months right. with the old owners and the new guys. Um, and I think it's going to go well because uh, they've both got good heads on their shoulders, business heads and marketing. Yeah. And so that, that avenue that they want to go and their vision is to aim more here and then spread out, like really push Medicine Hat and then after that worry more about others, but still keep it within our commitments with the rest of our bar. Yeah. So for business, I was asking you what you're most passionate about personally and you said community relations. So when you think about Medicine Hat as a community, like how important is, you know, interacting with the community for you personally, but then also for the for the business? Oh, loads. Um, that we, do so, we do a lot of like the golf tournaments, a lot of charity events and stuff within the community. We're um, involved with lots of stuff that goes on downtown as well. Yeah. Just because the way that Medicine Hat is, it's such a small place that everyone knows everyone anyway. Yeah. So you have three, and then on, I guess on the taking community in a different perspective, thinking about it from like a beer industry, a beer community, here you have three breweries. Yeah. And then you also have a distillery. Yeah. Is there anything, Is am I missing anything? No, or is it just that, the four it, of you? Yeah. So how has that been in terms of, you know, 
thinking about it in one way, how are you guys able to collaborate and help each other? But then how does it affect you in terms of competition? The uh, What's great is that all three of our breweries do different styles completely. Right. So, so we're like the smallest, obviously, out of the three. But um, like Bruco and Hells do... That even though those have two different styles completely, yeah, and we're we've gone more traditional, so we're right in the middle of them. And because I had great relations with both Caden and PQ anyway, yeah, before it just made it nice and easy. We get on really well with both both of them, and right. they and when if we ever need help or reaching out, they're the first people we reach out to, and they have been phenomenal with that as well. And then how does the distillery fit into everything? Is that kind of a, like, do, are they part of the community? Like, like in oh, terms oh, yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance, go down there for lunch. They yeah. do a wicked soup and sandwich. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what's the, what's the distillery called? Uh, Grit City. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's just. It's a beautiful way. building. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. 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 It's really close. Um, yeah. Cause we're going to stop at both of the breweries after this. Uh, that was going to be my question is, should we even bother? Like, oh yeah, no, they, definitely good enough there. guys to deal but, with or? But what you want to do is if you want to get food, yeah. When you go Bruco, get your supper there because they have such a great kitchen and mm -hmm. some phenomenal food there. Yeah. Don't yeah. they have like my understanding was when they first opened, one of the cause it's a family based yeah, yeah, business, family, right? Yeah. Was one of them a red seal chef? Um, I don't started? know if he's red seal seal, but he was a chef and he just yeah. wanted to open his own kitchen. And the food there is so good. Yeah. You gotta try the meatloaf if you get a chance. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for you personally, just hanging out in Medicine Hat, one of the things that we want to talk about is, you know, people are doing their summer road trips. So they come to Medicine Hat. What What is it specifically that uh, they should be coming to Medicine Hat for? Having their apres beers on the patio here at Trebois, but what should they be doing the, during the day? Uh, actually, there's a lot of stuff going on now in the city. There's a lot of kayaking going on right now, a lot of mountain biking and things. So the trails here are phenomenal. For, for mountain biking me personally i don't play that game but i like a bit of kayaking here and that yeah um but yeah and then we've got medalta we've got quite a few touristy things a lot of theater scene as well like um there's a, a community theater then there's the big theater there yeah. then then there's the baseball across the street so lots of sports as well so you mentioned that you you said you broke your back when you were snowboarding yeah so you had a full military career and then you break your back yep. snowboarding. Just a little hill out here. Yeah. So have you managed to recover from that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I am not doing jumps and tricks and stuff when I yeah. snowboard with the kids anymore. Yeah. It's no, just I, sensible stuff. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the accomplishments you mentioned you're most proud of. So you're a Cicerone. So explain to me what that is. The, uh, well, I did the, uh, the the beer servers one, but yeah. I was going to follow it all through, but I've stopped drinking now due okay. to medical reasons. Okay. So I can't pursue it any further than I have it. Gotcha. So, but it was, it was great because I didn't do any study or anything, and I just sat the tests and passed without studying. So I was stoked that I'd already had the knowledge without having to do the study and so. So explain to someone who doesn't know what that is, what is a Cicerone? Um, it's like, the easiest way to describe it, it's like a sommelier and you know what, like for beer though. 
Right. It's the best way of describing it. So you can describe um, and you can test and taste. How long is that process? It seems like it's a long... The, uh, the, the, the bit I did was just um, some tests and stuff, just written and just knowledge. And yeah. I think the next bit you go on to is just the tasting side of it. Yeah. So I was ready to do it. And then doctor says, no drinking anymore. So I'm like, oh, All right. Okay. Yeah. You should go to a new doctor. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Well, I did that the first time. The first doctor <laughs> that told me, I'm like... But I then need the, a second opinion. But the second doctor was Paul Parks, who owns Hell's Basement. Yeah. Who's a real good friend of mine. It's like, yeah, yeah George, it's that time. So okay. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to listen. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you mentioned a few times um, what you refer to as your three little besties. So your, your, oh, yeah. your children. So yeah. obviously they're a big part of your life. Um, and young adults by the sounds of things. Right? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the oldest yeah. one's in Singapore right now. Oh really? Yeah. She just finished her work at the ski hill because she's a snowboard instructor and then just went to Singapore for three weeks. Wow. Yeah. So how like, yeah, I can't even imagine. Having, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm going to Singapore. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and then your favorite experiment. And I didn't know if you were messing with me or what I had to Google this. I was asking those guys too. I was like, what is this? But you said, I am, I am a struggling comedy rock star in banger bingo. Oh I, yeah. I need to know what the hell you're talking um, about. It's, uh, into, it's hard to explain, but um, actually one of the guys that worked here was at college and did a rockumentary about okay. us on, and put it on YouTube. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a comedy show we do where it's basically, we actually play bingo with people but it's all with rock and roll and we're 80s washed out rockers it's yeah it has to be seen to be believed we actually have a, a monthly show now in uh at origin in strathmore so we've been to toronto we've been all over the place so who's okay sorry who's we, what are there, we there's there's a group of us there's okay yeah so and and so people can watch you follow uh you. yeah it's a it's live entertainment okay and it's interactive and stuff so yeah yeah so wh where do you so do you do it here we do we do it everywhere everywhere yeah okay so yeah do you yeah. like an instagram like what, like well, how, how can i follow you uh on facebook on instagram our website as well yeah because it's called banger bingo yeah like as in head banger yeah yeah and yeah, it's becoming really popular. It's crazy. Like we just did a show a couple of weeks ago for um, 250 women for a women's gala. And where was that? Um, that was just past Brooks. Okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. So if someone's coming into Medicine Hat, what, 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 have I, what have I forgotten or what have I not asked you about? Like, what do you think people need to know about Trevois? Actually, one thing I was going to ask you before you answer that is you had mentioned earlier that your beers, when you compare you to, say, Medicine Hat Brewing or Hell's Basement, that you're more traditional. Yeah. What, what does that mean? So we've gone like with more the traditional route, trying to use the actual traditional hops okay. and malts and stuff. And so we went that way with everything. Um, and not trying to make experiment or anything. So we went with uh, like the Scottish export, for example, is a Scottish export. So we went that route rather than changing stuff up. So. Right. What else do people need to know about you? Like what, what do you, because you've been here, how many years has Trevor been open now? Um, just over three. Just, just over three years. Yeah. You've been here for three years. Yeah. So what do they need to know about, about this place? Like what, what keeps you 
here and like what do you love most about it mate i just uh, like uh, we've got such a close-knit team as we're small yeah it's just great it's like one of those jobs you're actually excited to get up for yeah you're not like oh shit i've got to go to work you just get <laughs> up and you're like sweet you know it, it's easy yeah 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 medicine hat specifically so i have some family that lives here i have an auntie and some cousins and what I find really cool is they're very proud of Medicine Hat. Oh, Every yeah. time I'm here, there's destinations they want to bring me to. Oh, yeah. Um, even the pee the tunnel, pee tunnel yeah. they did bring me to but, that. But that, I will have to say, um, it's there's a lot of art. Like they had, they, there's like, like they're, they're, they're doing a lot of things in this city to really. You oh, know, yeah. We have a big, um, we've got a piece out the back that we got done by a local artist. And he runs Mural Fest, and they just like do art pieces for like one weekend, and they even have famous artists coming from out of town and stuff. And right, cool. So you guys are going to join us for Beer Fest, I believe. I this think year. we are. Yeah, yeah, you better sure, yeah. be. I got yeah. a booth set up yeah. for you. Yeah. I think we are. Yeah, but, um, because of being part of the uh, Ale Trail. Now. Yeah, the Southern Alberta Ale Trail. So, and that's what we've been doing. So we are. Um, we, uh, we started in Blairmore and we made our way. So we're here. Oh, sweet. And the reason I had to screw up my whole plan, I sent you the itinerary to begin with. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually Mike from Hell's Basement that screwed it all up. Cause he's Seriously. Like, yeah, because he's like, oh, you got to come here for a Friday night because we have live music. Just so that you could see him play his guitar. Yeah. What that's, an egomaniac. That's sweet. But yeah, I've done the ale trial in one day. Yeah. When I was drinking, back when I was drinking. Um, was that uh, shortly from, before your doctor said maybe stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so from, even from Fernie, I started yeah. at Fernie. Yeah. And just coming back, we stopped everywhere. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's beautiful. And every, every one, every brewery that we've been to is so unique in their yeah. own way, right? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, there's some great breweries along there. Like Pass is phenomenal, Spectrum yeah. is phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, the Pass. So the Pass has the best pizza on the trip every place just has something that's like kind of uniquely their own that's you know perfect. What I mean? so yeah. yeah like um the first beer awards i went to that was before pass was open and justin and me we were just we were on the same table learning everything about the industry so yeah and then to see when i got to see his brewery it was awesome i know i was telling him i was kind of bugging them because i was following we spent a lot of time in that area and, and uh out in fernie as a family and i was bugging them because it it, it felt like I was following them forever before they opened. I was yeah. just like, okay, hey, they finally, so it's cool to see that they finally opened. Of course, then it's then, mid pandemic. When yeah, they opened, oh yeah, so. it was crazy. So, but what they did, which was awesome, is they had like a drive up window. Yeah. So it's like a drive through for getting your beer, which was phenomenal idea. Yeah. When he told me that, I'm like, that's awesome. So how, and I, I hate asking, but I'm always curious. Like, how did you guys make it through the, the, uh, the pandemic? It, it, it was it wasn't easy, but we were lucky enough to get a canner. We didn't have a canner before then, really? and so if we hadn't got a canner, we would, that that would have been it. because yeah. we could only do like growler sales here, and then. But we were able to get a canner, and it was just a game changer for us. Yeah. So you can hear, like, yeah, then, okay. Yeah, we got a tiny little wild goose canner. Yeah. But I'll show you guys that in a yeah, little yeah, while yeah. around the back there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Tiny, so. Well, it's cool because, like I said, like, we've been emailing back and forth for three years so oh, it's yeah. finally nice to, it's good sit to down see and, each other yeah yeah and uh and uh, yeah it's i i've been lucky enough to kind of like i said i was here just before the doors opened so i 
I got to see it and then I've got to, you know, watch as you guys have. have so was it. there still plaster on the brickwork and everything when you came or no. had they already chipped that off? Yeah, they had already chipped it off. Yeah, yeah. they were pretty, pretty ready to open, yeah. but, uh, but a beautiful space. Like oh, people, yeah. I feel like you have to experience this for yourself. It, like it, we do some great nights like Brady run at Brewer. He runs a trivia night and it's become so popular yeah. that you have to like teams book well in advance to get in it. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a great little space. Yeah. And even downtown, like it's just such a beautiful it, like it, walking area, right? They're, it's picking right up now, especially with people like the yard across. And we've yeah. got yeah. a new place called town square opened up just around the corner, which is going to be all vendors. And yeah. Nice. So awesome. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate Cheers. it. No okay. worries. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for this. Take care, man. Definitely. Hey, everybody. I just want to thank you for listening to the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, please rate us where you download your podcasts and share the episode with your friends. For more information on other projects our team is working on, please visit letsmeetforabeer.com. I hope you join us next week for another behind-the-scenes conversation and have a great day.